0: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Modern Day P31 Woman Podcast with your host, Crystal Ingemezi. I am super excited to come to you today with this podcast episode because it is stemming from just some deep intellectual thinking that I've been doing these past few days and um, God has been having me reading through Jeremiah, And if you've ever read the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was a prophet. And in the first half of the book of Jeremiah, it talks about the judgment, really, that God wanted Jeremiah to speak to God's people about what God was about to do with them next as a result of their disobedience and their idolatry. And then when you get into the second half of the book of Jeremiah, you read more into the promises that God had for those same people of how he was going to bring them into a land in a time of restoration. And it's just so fascinating to me. It just shows the goodness of God that, you know, God disciplines those whom he loves and unfortunately for us as humans we just have this you know this tendency as a result of the consequences of what adam and eve did to where we just have this inclination towards sin and towards disobedience and towards worshiping everything and everything other than the one who made us um and in my my thought and in, me, in God, you know, speaking to me to read through Jeremiah, he's told me to read through Jeremiah before. And to be honest with you, uh, reading the first couple of chapters, it was kind of discouraging to me in a way because it was just full of judgment <laughs> and for someone who maybe going through a tough time, the last thing you wanna read is about judgment or discipline. And just recently, you know, as I stepped away from reading that, maybe like a couple months ago, God called me to read it again, as he's pulling me into this new space of creativity and energy. And I wanna speak to you today. I. Didn't plan on hopping on the podcast today, but God has really been stirring me and I want to share some of the thoughts and the concepts and the words that I believe God has put in me to give to you today. And so this is going to be an interesting podcast episode. As I've said before, sometimes I don't really know how God is going to navigate an episode, but... Um, I felt very strongly today about coming on here and speaking to you and we're going to be talking about some things when it comes to purpose. Um, There are some of you who have been waiting for things from God for a long period of time and in your waiting, I believe there is planting that God has been doing in your hearts and in your minds and we're going to dig deep into that today. So to kick things off, we're going to jump into the book of Jeremiah, and I'm going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter 29, starting in verse 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Now, when you read the book of Jeremiah, to give you some further context, you will understand that in reading this, this. These are words that God gave to his prophet Jeremiah to declare to God's people because God was about to drive them into a season of captivity for about 70 years. And this was a result um, of God's people really just turning away from him, worshiping other gods, um, creating idols, being disobedient, and... It's interesting when you fully read, you know, this book and other books in the Bible that are similar to this, like the children of Israel, when Moses was leading them out of captivity, um, going into the promised land, this kind of the way that God sometimes may work um, in a person's life where he may see that you're kind of going down the wrong road and he will pull you into a season of captivity. That looks like drought. That looks like a wilderness. That may be very confusing. And so it's interesting that in the time when God is saying like, hey, I'm about to, you know, put y'all in time out <laughs> for about 70 years. But he also gives encouragement. He also gives them you know, um, uh, inspiration. And he gives them a promise, which is, Hey, you're about to go into this season, but what I'm about to do to you is going to actually work out for your good. And I feel like for some of us, and for some of you in a, you may be in a season right now where you feel that, you feel that, that discomfort, um, in your season, uh, whether, th- whether this is a wilderness season for you or a season where God is pulling you into a space, maybe you've made some wrong decisions, or maybe God is calling you to deeper, And he has to develop you and cultivate some things in you so that you can be the kind of person who is equipped to go into the places of battle that he has for you. Um, That that in between time, that middle that I call it, uh, those growing pains can feel discomforting. But there is there is there's a lesson in the season and. I feel so strongly and so heavily that God wants us in this season to get the lessons. Um, God has been pulling me into, into doing some things into revamping some things. And that has been my, my my goal is to learn the lessons. What I found interesting about the children of Israel when you read about their story of walking through their wilderness, is that for his people, he would often have them go around the same mountain And those mountains represented lessons. And I have met people in my real life who, you know, in them explaining their life to me and and in me observing their patterns, they are going around the same mountains. (laughs) They were in one city and this thing happened. They're in a new city. The same thing happens. That could be God's way of telling you that there is a lesson here that you have not yet learned the lesson of. You haven't yet gleaned from this experience what I want you to gleam from it in order to be taken to the next level. Because God is very strategic. He's a loving God and he's a strategic God. He wants you to succeed in the land and the place that he's calling you to. And I was, I was thinking on some things the other night and the word abortion came to my mind. And And, and me kind of thinking about purpose these, you know, past couple of days, weeks (laughs) and things that God is calling me to, God calling me to enter into industries where I haven't yet planted my feet in, but I have always wanted to enter into, um, I was thinking on some things and, and the word abortion came to my mind and it's kind of what inspired this episode, um, you know, I was watching a a show, a TV series on Netflix, and the conversation of abortion came up. And it's this interesting narrative that I feel is often uh, illustrated and depicted to a certain group of people. And I won't get too deep into it. I won't make this political. However, when it comes to the ideas that God implants in us, I think there's something that we can take away from that narrative of abortion, of you know, choice, of you know, something being planted in you, and and you having the opportunity to decide: Are you going to abort it, or are you going to bring it to pass? And there were a few things that God gave me that I wrote down that I want to give to you, and. I've talked about this before. I've, I've I've spoken about this before when it comes to God's word. When you read about Jesus in the Bible, you'll see the scripture that, that communicates to us who Jesus was. He is the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. And God is his word. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And so when God gives you a word, it's not like humans just talking to be talking. Like God's word is meant to take form. It's meant to take shape. It's meant to produce something. The Bible said that God's word shall not return unto him void. Why? Because it is literally created to become something. And I feel like, you know, it's an interesting generation, an interesting culture that we're in and that's kind of what inspired this podcast name, The Modern Day P31 Woman. Like who is she living in this generation of the millennials, of the Gen X, you know, what does that look like? And as a woman, we understand the concept of, you know, we have eggs and, you know, there's a certain process that comes to be for us to be able to produce children. And that is a natural cycle that's something that God created and it's and it's meant to be natural. It's, it's meant to be. Be fruitful and multiply was God's word. And then God speaking his word, he created a foundation and a structure for what he said to become true. Man and women can get together and we can create children. We can be fruitful and we can multiply because that's the word that God gave. And when God gives you an idea When God gives you a promise, when God gives you prophecy, it's meant to produce something. It's it's meant to take form. There is mobility in that word. The Bible says that the word is is living and it's active. It's literally living and it's literally active. It moves in mobility. And as someone who is a creative, as, as someone who You know, God has called me to kind of, you know, be a trailblazer in what I do, and He's called me to lead people towards their purpose and and towards the land that is for them. I oftentimes come into meeting and contacting people with limited beliefs, with a limited belief system, whether it's based off of generational cycles of that, or it's based out of fear. Maybe they tried something before and it didn't work out. Now they're afraid to step out on purpose and live life again. And as someone who, you know, in me in me taking the steps that I have taken to take my purpose and my calling seriously, I've talked about my obstacles. I've talked about my scars. I've talked about, you know, my wilderness season. And I do that on purpose so that for those of you who feel called, who who feel like God has put purpose in you, that God has put words in you, that hopefully it inspires you to go out and do it anyway, to learn what it is God wants you to learn, take away from each situation and scenario that God wants you to take from it and to go out and live. Go out and live life. And when we talk about the concept of abortion, I feel like for so many of us, you know, we may judge it in the natural, but in the spirit, are there words and ideas and thoughts that God has planted in you that you have chosen to abort? And I think that's a concept in the Christian community that needs to be talked about more, that light needs to be shed on because when I look at Christian culture, It's a little bit frightening for me to be completely honest with you, because I see that it is starting to take form that God has not intended for it. However, I know that things are happening for a reason. If you read in the book of Revelation, you'll see a lot of what's going on in the world happening where God is allowing things to happen, to draw a line in the sand, where you will see a separation of the sheep and the goat, people who are actually led by God and people who are not. And if you're paying attention in the spirit and if you're paying attention to what's going on in the world, I think you will see that evidently as well. And I feel like in this time of persecution, God has allowed his church to, to be under persecution on purpose. Um, and I feel that it's to, to help those of us who are coming up next to learn. <laughs> just like with the Bible, when you read the book of Proverbs and you just read through the Bible, there's so many lessons to learn. Um, but also to reveal to the rest of the world, those of us who are, are really truly called to God because we're walking in alignment. And walking in alignment looks like obedience. It looks like Trusting God, even when you don't understand what's going on. Um, I've stated in the very beginning of this podcast, uh, uh, you know, show that I started this podcast in pain, and a lot of the things that I have started have been in seasons or places of, you know, pain or or financial debt or. or agony or whatever like i don't i don't start things in prosperity and i say that on purpose because i feel like i come across so many women who are afraid to start things and build things or stay consistent with things because of tough times or persecution and when you read the bible you know that these things come with the territory not just with life, but with being a Christian, with being a believer, because these things are meant to produce something in the believer. And as someone, you know, who's very vocal on this podcast show and online about trusting God and just doing it anyway, um, because I've lived a life of disobedience, I'm very much a firm believer in being obedient. And when it comes to you know, understanding that the words that God gives us are meant to produce something. God wants to produce a child through you. When you look at Mary in the Bible, the Virgin Mary, you know, her story is fascinating because one, she was the mother of Jesus. And two, she had a baby with the Holy Spirit, you know, that has never been done before. And I feel like it was a great illustration for us to understand that, God wants to birth things through us, through his Holy Spirit. That's why he gave us his Holy Spirit. That's why he gave us his word, because just like he did with Mary to produce the word Jesus, he wants to do the same things through us as believers. God wants to birth something through you, but are you going to let him? Are you going to take the seeds that God has planted in you through the words that I've spoken through this podcast, through the words that, you know, your pastors and preachers have spoken to you through the words that God has sent messengers to you to speak? Are you going to allow those things to be birthed through you? Or are you going to choose to abort it because you don't understand how God is going to do it because you feel like you don't have the means or the finances because you lack faith because you're doubting because nobody around you is doing it because no one in your family has done it. Are you going to allow those things to prevent you from seeing the good work that God wants to do through you? And I'm hoping that this episode will be like a wake up call. You know, Um, I understand that we live in a time of entertainment where because it is so accessible, it knows people to sleep. It um, allows people to subconsciously not be awake (laughs) and um, be programmed without even knowing it. And so um, I know that for some of you, these words may not take effect But I'm hoping that they'll be planted deep into your subconscious or they will water seeds that God has planted in your subconscious to make you aware of things that God has actually called you to build. That God has planted in you that you may be either afraid to do or just choosing not to, right? Um, Some of you don't know the cost yet of disobedience. And from someone who has paid the cost of disobedience, I'm hoping to alert you and to warn you and to hopefully, you know, guide you back in the way in the path that God is calling you to. Um, I'm a little bit older in my years, depending on how old you are, but I know the general age of my demographic from my statistics. And so for some of you, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. And I've lived life, you know, choosing to be what everyone else wanted me to be or choosing to, um, you know, dim my light to make others feel comfortable or choosing to put myself in a box because that's what my culture told me to do. And I've just decided not to do it anymore. Like if God puts something in me, I'm going to do it. I may not know how he's going to do it. I may not know how the money is coming, how the support is coming but I don't care. If God plants a seed in me, I'm going to bring that baby to to pass. I'm going to go through the laboring. I'm going to go through the process of bringing that thing, birthing it into the world. And that's just what I believe in. And, you know, I want to encourage you to choose not to abort your process, I feel like for for those of you who have been waiting, you're in a season of, you've like been waiting. And I'm trying to um, articulate this from what I see in the spirit. You've been waiting for certain things to happen. You've been waiting for certain things to come to pass. And you're asking God like, man, why is it taking so long? Why am I still waiting? I feel like this is like your, your checkup call. Like hey, like God is paying attention to you. He's very much aware of your season. He's very much aware of how long you've been in this season. When God was talking to his people through the prophet Jeremiah, he was very much well aware of how long they were gonna be in captivity. He was very much aware of of what he was about to put his people through. And in that, he was telling them, hey, I have plans for you. What I'm about to do is for a reason. It's meant to produce something. And I believe that that's what God is saying in this time. He's like, "Hey, I know you've been waiting for some things to happen. I want you to keep to keep working, keep sewing. like i'm I have jeremiah thirty one um on repeat. And if you're someone who has been waiting and you've been laboring for a long time, I would encourage you to like play that back. I like to listen to uh, my Bible app and just let it play like on audio. And it talks about restoration and it talks about, Um, how, you know, what you've been doing isn't in vain. Those of you who have been obedient, right, in this season, those of you who have been choosing to stay in alignment, even though it has cost you, even though it has been painful, um, even though you've been stretched and it's been uncomfortable, um, your waiting is not in vain. In your waiting, God is developing you. He's shaping you. He's sharpening you And he's building you up to take root in a place, in a land, in a territory where people before you have not yet set foot. And that's powerful. That's a powerful statement. People before you have not yet set foot in the land and the territory that God has called you to. And he's chosen you for that reason. And so I'm hoping that, you know, with these words, you, you let them sink in and do what they're supposed to do because even these words, God has given me to give to you, they're not meant to be something that sounds good or pleasing to your ear. They're meant to be something that takes root and, and leads you toward mobility, things something that causes you to think and to to dive in more into your purpose, to dive in more into your calling, to dive in more into the things that you actually want to do. The good thing about God is he puts things in us that we actually want to do. It may take work. (laughs) And I think that kind of discourages most people, especially with this generation. It's a little different. Um, Some of us don't like to work um, or toil for things. But in life, you'll learn very quickly as you grow into adulthood. Um, Working and toiling is a part of the process. It's a part of the territory Um, very much of the Bible is agricultural and it's set up that way for a reason. And so if God has called you to do a thing and you are choosing not to do it because it's going to take work, I think you should think on that some more. (laughs) I think you should think on that some more because anything that God has ever called a person to do in the Bible took work. It took plowing it took sacrifice it took them getting up sweating working doing a thing jesus was traveling from town to town spreading spreading the good news like he wasn't sitting in his house on the couch you know people you know what i'm saying like there are people who would come to him but he traveled he traveled through his ministry we have the luxury of having the internet to where we can, you know, do things from our phone, from the internet, from computers. And so God has given us luxuries, but let's not take those luxuries and use them in vain. There is still work and sweat equity for us to do to to accomplish things that haven't yet been done through our generations and through our bloodlines. And so I think it's important for us as a generation to take note of that. Like, Yes, this thing may be a hard thing to do because nobody in my family or in my community or in my surrounding area has done it, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. And in fact, it creates a great opportunity for me to open the door so that more people can do a similar thing. And I feel like that's kind of my narrative and that's the narrative that I'm very thankful to be a part of. Um, And then through doing this podcast episode, that's what I'm hoping to do is to stir those of you up who are really called to do great things. I want us to enter into the land God has called us to by, you know, escaping from the land of mediocrity where we are comfortable in being settled with basic and less than. That's not God's portion for you god did not bring you to this earth to this realm which is a traumatic experience by itself just for you to settle in a place and a land that god has not called you to so i want to call you to abort the abortion for those of you who have been thinking that this is too hard it's too much i'm carrying too much weight this process is too challenging i've been waiting for too long I'm gonna go do something else, trust me. In my season of waiting, of plowing, of suffering, there have been many times in my season where I've tried to go do something else because it was it was just too hard. The laboring pains were too excruciatingly painful. Um, and I'm thankful for God's grace and his mercy that he didn't allow my plans of switching the plan, of aborting the process to work. And I'm hoping and praying the same for you, for those of you who have quit or those of you who are thinking about quitting, I'm hoping that God will not allow those plans to prevail. The plans and the devices of the enemy to cause you to abort God's process shall not prevail. They shall not prevail. And I am hoping that in in like warning you, for those of you who this is for, that You'll feel it in your spirit and it will, it'll make a sound for you that you can understand and you can relate to where I may not know exactly who you are, where you're at, what you're going through, but you can connect to these words because they speak to what you've been going through. And yeah, I I wanted to say that to you. I wanted to tell you don't abort God's process don't abort God's plans because the enemy is trying to entice you into doing something less than I see so many women who have submitted themselves and surrender to a lifestyle that's less than because it seems glamorous online don't let these people fool you these people who have submitted themselves to a less than f- future a less than life because it's comfortable in the next couple of years, those same people will be resenting their decisions. I don't want you to end up like them. I don't want you to be them. And God does not want us to become them. Um, to myself, sometimes I have to give myself pep talks <laughs> when I'm feeling like I want to quit or I'm feeling like pulling out of the whole thing when I'm feeling like aborting the process and I'm thankful for God sending his, like his spirit to minister to me, his ministering angels. When you read about Jesus in the wilderness, um, after he was being tempted by Satan, when he was hungry. Right. Um, the Bible says that there were ministering angels that were sent to Jesus in that time. And I feel like, you know, God gives us that grace in our times of weakness in our times of doubt in our times of feeling like we're not enough like we 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 don't you know compare to everyone else who we may be looking at I feel like he sends us those those ministering angels if you will through like podcasts through sermons through you know the encouragement of friends and family members to keep us on our path, to keep us on the path that's gonna lead us to that land flowing with milk and honey, to the land that God has promised us. There is land that God has promised to us, to his children. And in order for us to take hold of that land, we have to stay obedient. We have to stay submitted. And I feel like we live in, in a time where it's like Christian culture to be settled and to not be submitted. You know like there's a difference there are some people who are children of those who have blazed the trail and they are you know benefiting their solomons as i call them they're benefiting from the work of somebody else it's not really their faith that they're living off of but the faith of their 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 ancestors and then there are those of us who are the ancestor we are the person who believed god we are the person who had faith to believe in God and the people who come out of us, the generations that come out of us are gonna be benefiting off of our faith. And I'm hoping that we produce those stories and those testimonies. Those testimonies cannot be produced if we do not stay faithful, if we do not remain faithfully submitted to God's will, God's plans, God's purposes for our life. And so I'm hoping that with this episode, it does that for you. It ministers to you. It warns those of you who need to be warned and it encourages those of you who need to be encouraged because you've been suffering. You've been suffering in silence. You've been suffering in a hidden place and God sees you and he's calling out to you to trust him again. When I was in a space not too long ago where I was just tapped out, I was emotionally and mentally tapped out. Um, God was calling me into a space to just trust him again. Like, I know you've been through a lot with me. (laughs) I know I'll put you through hell, but like, trust me again, like trust me again in this and see, taste and see that the Lord is good, that the things I've put you through may not have felt good to your flesh, but they are good to your spirit because of what I am producing in you through these experiences. Um... I'm hoping that for those of you who needed those words of encouragement to pull you out of a funk, to pull you out of a dark place, that this does that for you. And so I want to encourage you to abort the abortion. For those of you who have been thinking about aborting God's plans, aborting the seeds, the promises, the prophecies that God has put in you, I want to encourage you to abort the abortion, abort the abortion, abort the decision to Abort what God wants to do through you. So thanks to your downloads, we've opened up our listener support feature, which allows listeners of the Modern Day P31 Women podcast to support us through a small monthly subscription. Partner with us as we continue to spread the gospel to modern day P31 women around the world. Click the link in our show notes to support. Thank you for listening to another episode of this podcast show. Um, You're listening, you're streaming, you're sharing, you're commenting online is encouraging and it's very helpful. Um, If you're new here, subscribe to the podcast that you can get notifications of new episodes. I would encourage you to share this episode to someone who you know or you feel may need it. And um, I also want to encourage you, if you want to support the podcast, you can check in our show notes, um, the link to support this podcast and to become um, a partner with us so that I can continue doing this show. (laughs) Um, I'm thankful to be able to have the opportunity to come on here and to share um, and give the words that God gives to me to give to you. And I feel like it's something that God has called and commanded me to do in this time in this season. Um, and so, yes, definitely, if you feel um, stirred to partner with P31 in this way, definitely feel free to um, check out our show notes and do that. Um, I hope to speak with you in the next one, and I hope you have a blessed Uh, night. If you're listening to this in the nighttime, a blessed day. If you're listening to it in the daytime, a blessed week and a blessed month. Talk to you again soon. By God's grace.